Hey everyone, I'm just going to do this one solo, so uh, if you guys could please just give us a five-star review. Uh, I know we're not famous, but uh, you know, if you guys could just do anything for us, that'd be great. Um, we're not famous. We're not famous, guys. But I feel like our conversation's good. And yeah. it's okay that I'm not famous, okay? I've come to grips with that yeah. a long time ago. I understand who I am as a person. Yeah. doesn't Leave mean me. we don't deserve you know, some feedback or criticism or whatever the hell you want to do. Or love. Everybody deserves love. I'm Bobby. And I am Nathan. And today, this could be a podcast. Well, t- today, and I'm quite frankly, every day, this could be a podcast. So my I ran out of my green bean coupons. So I was a you little frustrated. You have green bean coupons? Yeah. It doesn't What do you do? How how do how you do buy, buy how do you buy green beans? <laughs> Fresh or frozen or canned or like well, It's a mixed bag. <laughs> also frozen. No, I mean, it's a mixed bag. A, uh, a fresh. A fresh, frozen, so and canned. You, you, buy a, <laughs> you buy a fresh bag, like a, a bag in the fresh produce yeah. aisle, of fresh green beans, frozen green beans, and canned, canned green, green beans. Fr- yeah, it's a mixed time. bag. It's a mixed bag. Huh. How do you cook those? Huh? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, green beans are one of those vegetables you can just, I guess you can just chomp on so and it Right, no garbage. No. You're not a fan of green beans? I have... I think I, I've fallen green out. beans are. I think they have to be one of like the most universally Consumed. accepted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't have like a really distinct flavor. What? It's just a texture thing. I here's a hot take. Most vegetables. Are you rolling on this? Of course. Because this is good. Oh, I this is going to be real good. Well, because here's the thing. Like where, like Brussels sprouts have like a fucking horrible. Uh, yeah. like in pop culture, people are like, "Oh, Brussels people, sprouts." People shut on Brussels sprouts for a long time. But I feel it's just like uh, f- from years of people just boiling Brussels sprouts and giving them without like any seasonings on them. Because like all you have to do is simply roast a Brussels sprout, and all of a sudden there's just great flavor. You don't even have to add <sighs> yeah. bacon. All you have to do is just roast it. I think my mom like cooked it with like a cheese sauce. Yeah, like she'd make Did- cheese sauce like cauliflower, like boiled cauliflower. In cheese and sauce. cheese sauce. Yeah. Like shit like that. But again, boiled vegetables are like horrible. Like there's very rarely a, a vegetable that's boiled and that's correct. But like it's it's like Brussels sprouts, lima beans. Like, I, I don't like lima beans. When I'd get uh, the, like the mixed, like <laughs> the mixed bag. When sure. I'd get, when I get the like the can of mixed mm-hmm. vegetables like in high school and in, in high school and grade yeah. school. It's just like these. This is fucking. You'd have like one or two lima beans in that mix, and I was just like, "This is gross as shit." I just feel like Brussels sprouts are like the Billy Joel of punchlines, where it's just it's not warranted because oh, all it is is people oh, just pulling up the worst. I think you, they're just pulling from the worst. I, Billy Joel's got great songs. Yeah, I don't think anybody he shouldn't really be that much it. of a punchline as he was in the late aughts. I think you're overrating it. I think some. I think. Uh, Seriously, I do. I think there, are, there's a number of times where Billy Joel was I think the punchline. You had two, I think you had two examples. Uh, no, there was also more. There, there was more, and like I'd have to go through. I'll create a list. There was one, like there was the Community one. There's Community. There's the whole. Uh, there's the Office. Um, there is also. God, I have to go through. I have to go through because I know I've come across some uh, after the fact where I'm like, again, here we are shooting on Billy was the Joel. Bill Hader movie Trainwreck where. He loved Uptown Girl. Is that a punchline? 
Maybe. Or is it just like Uptown Girls, a great fucking song? It, it is. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Fantastic. This reminds track. me, uh, Step Brothers, in the end of Step Brothers, Horatio Sands has a cover band that only plays late 80s Billy Joel. And you get huh. into the fight at the end of it. And they only play the late 80s Billy Joel. That was yeah. another example of it where it's is like. That, is that a joke? I mean, yeah. I mean, is that yeah. a joke on Billy Joel? Sure. Yeah. Or is it because not? Billy Joel has so many like it's such an oddly specific? We're only gonna play. We're only gonna play '80s Paul Simon. We're only gonna play like uh, you know. We're only gonna you play. Can call me Al. We're only gonna play GNR songs from the Spaghetti Incident on. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> we're only gonna play Spaghetti Incident. That's it. Wasn't there another one? They, no, they... I mean like it would be oh, okay. more of a joke if yeah. it was just like we're just gonna play the Spaghetti Incident. That's it. What a great name for an album, by the way. Oh man, and the cover of it was great. It's just the thing of spaghetti. A- anyway, that was another one that came in. I'm sure I will. I will put together a list. I will go through. I will document every time I run into a Billy Joel joke. Um, How much do you hate Piano Man? I'm not a huge fan of Piano Man, but also that's that's we've kind of talked about that before. Let's oh, just, we have. Well, it's just that's a byproduct of the radio, like the DJs needing to go to the bathroom, so they're the ones that put it on. It's a great song. I don't know if I hear too many of like the extended cuts on the radio. I think I'm hearing more. It's still it was one of the it was one of the things. So in, when we got married, when my, when my wife and I got married, okay. not, not you and I. Yeah, we um, we're not married, by the way. Yeah, high five. Uh, workplace associates at best. At best. <laughs> <laughs> common law okay so uh no so when we got married we gave uh we hired um, my wife's uncle to dj the the wedding great move great move Just right excellent choice it was a way to like incorporate him like he has a business of doing it and we're like okay sure whatever we'll I, throw it your way first time planning a wedding not my second marriage is my first marriage so like oh, i yeah. had no idea what the hell i was really getting myself into okay um anyway so we give him like a list of songs we're like hey we're gonna like cultivate a list of songs we'd like you to play throughout the wedding, you know, yeah. and everything like that. Uh, so we went through and we, we, it took, it was a, like a technology barrier as well, where it was like, can oh, we give them st- to you on, like, can we just tell, can we give you a list of the songs, like uh, in a document? Because what, can what just, year was this? This was 2014, 15, 15. What year were you fucking married? 15. Don't tell your wife. 2015, I think. Jesus. I think. Holy shit, are you kidding me? Yeah, 15. What? Every uh, day's been a, a, a majesty. Everything's been perfect. So. Sure. Okay. Yeah. When what you tell me? I mean, it was pre-Trump, uh, so yeah, 2015, I guess. Anyway, so we were like, I was there, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you were. I didn't give a shit though. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. That was awesome. So anyway, <laughs> I had a story. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a problem ha- handing it. We, we gave the- him a list, and he's like, "I can't find these songs." Like, first off, I'm like, "I gave you just a list. Like, it's kind of your job to just go through and find the songs. They're not. I'm not like you know this very obscure. very obscure band. Like, we kind of cultivated to know it was going to be a party. Yeah. This is not our first time performing, kind of in front of people. You like, understand how music works. We understand as how musicians. Music- Thank you. So anyway, we supposedly. Supposedly. So, long story short, we had ended up having to like give him a burnt CD of all these songs. Like, had to go through, and oh, then Jesus. like give him a CD of things. I'm like, here you can put this on your hard drive and everything like that. And then you hard can have drive. Them. Yep. Well, he had a computer. He had he iTunes. Like every good DJ in the fucking world, he's got iTunes, iTunes. and knows how to press a space bar. And oh. so, when, when the wedding reception starts, it's immediately all the stereotypical songs I'd never wanted to fucking hear at my wedding yeah. all night yeah. long. 
And to the point where I was getting a little pissed because I'm like, God, you know what? Like, I really wanted, I did not want this song, whatever the fuck it was. Chicken Dance. Um, uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy kind of shit. Oh, that you was know? a good song, though. Yeah, not really, on the list of really songs, songs that I wanted played at my wedding. But you have to tell him not to play those songs. I gave him a full night's worth of songs I wanted him to play. And then his ex- excuse was, well, yeah, I mean, I was just, you know, just uh, these are the songs people want to hear. But like, I don't care. I, it's not their night. I'm going to be a little bridezilla here and say oh, like, "Hey, this is this is the this is my night." Okay, yeah, this is tell, my portion of the night. So you gave him like three hours worth of music. Multiple times, my uncle went up and said, "Hey, these aren't the songs they want. They want played. Play yeah. play the songs on their list." He did yeah. it a couple times, and I and I was I was playing it alright. I was like, you know, like it's fine, whatever. It's annoying as shit. Sure. But I'm like, hey, you know, we had some we had some bangers on there too that I wanted to hear, and at the end of the night, they played Piano Man for our last dance, shit like that. And I'm like, God damn, like, I don't. Oh, yeah. This was not on my list. I don't really fucking care. And here I am, like, drinking all night long, you know. all Classic Bobby, by the way. Classic Bobby, you know. And all they have us do, they, like, surround us in a circle and have us just spin around, like, dancing. That's the old, apparently the only move you can do. The only dance move you can do to Billy Joel is, like, spin around like you're oh, in yeah. a, Beauty and the Beast or some Phantom of the Opera kind of movie. Okay. Anyway, I just remember getting... Tell that to Bill Hader's Uptown Girl, by the way. Well, this is Piano Man. This is a different song. Oh, yeah. But Billy Joel. I'm just not... Have you ever danced to Piano Man? Try doing it without waltzing. Go go ahead and finish your story. Have you danced to Piano Man? Not particularly. Try doing without waltzing around and just doing the... The da-da-da-da-da-da. That's that's the, the dance move. Anyway, I just remember saying to myself, like, just don't puke, don't puke, don't puke, don't puke, don't oh, puke, right. don't puke. Because they were the only ones dancing at this point in time. And everyone's around us. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. All I'm doing is spinning around. So. And how much tacos did you eat at this point? Uh, many tacos. Right? It was tacos, was a taco truck. Way. Was it a taco truck? You, what, you had a food truck. Might have been. I can't remember the you year. You had a food so. truck. We had a food truck. Sure. Let's I re- put do you remember that? Blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you remember that? Yeah. Jesus. Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. I remember everything about my marriage, my wedding. Jesus. Yeah. Well, some of us weren't in college, so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Uh, we, there is this. We, so we, did you I, dance Piano Man at your wedding? Uh, I don't remember how, if we did or not. So we, we had this weird thing, like, in college. Yeah. It was at one particular house that had had parties, like, mm-hmm. in, it, that was in a friend group. It wasn't, like, a big rager parties that he had there, mm-hmm. but just kind of, like, you know, more chill parties. But for some reason, at one point, it became like tradition to play piano, have the piano man play. Mm-hmm. And then everybody stand on furniture. Okay. Uh, and that's just this what. This is already a better example just of what you experiencing do. piano man. I think it was like how many people, it was like a very sturdy coffee table. It looked like a very sturdy coffee table. <laughs> how many people can stand on this coffee table Ooh. before it became Ooh. like okay. like ridiculous? And mm-hmm. I, I think that's how it started. And then now, like, for for almost everybody that's gotten married out of that like cohort, they bring the coffee table out. Well, no, but like when we play piano, man, we just everybody stands up on chairs for like okay. it just stands up on shit. Has anyone ever fallen? Uh, no. I well, I'm trying to. Think. I, I had a wedding. What was that last year, two years ago? It was piano like, man I played and play we man, stand and up. we all stood stand on shit. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I I came close. I think you came close to falling. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, I was drinking all day. I was almost gonna classic Nathan. <laughs> 
I Bobby just drinks all night. Not classic Dave, and he drinks all, all day, yeah, all day, That's all day. And then he stands on furniture. And then so I stand on furniture. Like who do you dead. want to uh, yeah, invite it's to just, your party? Yeah, standing on a standing on your own furniture. That's yeah. what you do when you listen to Pano Man. It makes no sense. And everybody, like when the, when everybody starts doing mm-hmm. it. Everybody is like, oh, is this a thing? Is this a, is this a thing yeah. that like is this a bit that everybody does and we just don't know? Or, yeah, so this, they join along. They join and in. They yeah. Join and they're like, oh, because oh. of cattle we, culture. We 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 stand on we stand on things when yeah. the piano man plays. Yeah. That's what happens. So, there's so many people that are afraid to be outside of the zeitgeist. There's so many. They're so afraid to not be part of the crowd. I love. They'll those. do just crazy fucking shit. Like, have you, have you seen those things? So we're like. Uh, people like yeah uh, the Democratic National Convention yeah <laughs> no 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 oh, sorry oh no it was like it's like a waiting room mm-hmm. like waiting room and like everybody in the waiting room is actors yes I have yeah except for one person yeah. and then every time a bell rings mm-hmm. people everybody stands up well it's like going into an elevator and standing the opposite it's way opposite of, way of everybody and then yeah, watch eventually people, everybody watch those sheeple turn around all those sheeple yeah you know what I mean exactly all those sheeple <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it's it's true though because there is some element of it where they're like they want to be a part of the crowd. They want to be a part, especially if you have numbers. If you have the numbers of people standing on a on a table or a chair or something like that, and they're like, "Holy shit!" They're starting to overtake what is socially normal. Is this a thing? Um, Okay, cool. Yep, yep. We're gonna. Yep, we get it. Yep. Yeah, we yeah we know. We know. We We totally know the joke. Yep, absolutely. Isn't that funny? Look at us. Yeah, it's listen. It's well. We're herd animals, Bobby. We're herd animals. We are, and that's again. This goes back to the whole uh, like you're, you're not a lone wolf. You, you, well, speak for yourself. Uh, but if you, that's uh, why people don't like you, Bobby. You think people don't like me? Well, because you don't conform to society. It's why people don't respect me. That's well, it's, bo- it's both. Oh, it's both. Okay, it's, oh, these oh. are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Respect and likability. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Maybe I guess. Did you not read that book? How to make <laughs> friends and influence people? Is that no, no, no? no? Oh. I think my dad gave me uh, seven habits of a highly effective person or teenager, something uh, like that. Sure, something like, along those bed. lines. He gave it to me as a as a Christmas gift once. I was like, yeah, I'm not great. Gonna, not gonna oh this. man. Yeah. Anyway, so but like, it's it's interesting how you can you can really like play tricks on people for sure, yeah. especially if you have the numbers. Sure, and that's all really cool culture is, which is. If if you just have a number of people, I was recently watching. Uh, you know, I have a problem with Batman people. Forever. No, uh, this is the end. Oh. Um, I have a you know I have a problem with people nostalgically remembering Backstreet Boys and In Sync with this Shh. like this amazing yes. fever. You're too. You're very. You're too cool for Backstreet Boys. I know this. Well, well, were you're, you? You're not too them? cool. You're not too cool for. Uh, I. Well, Did you I, think they were cool when they were out? They were like, "Fuck, this thing is awesome." This no, this band no, rocks. Well, for for me, uh, early early days of boy band stuff, mm-hmm. I was a freshman and or sophomore in high school, um, and I was going through very much. I enjoy rock and roll music. When I say rock, I mean rock. Some metal, you know the like the some metal. Yeah, like I enjoyed ICP and. Uh, Oh look at you! Uh, you know we listen to like lifting down weights. with the clowns when lifting weights. You know <laughs> I've never lifted weights to ICP, so <laughs> it's I... it's quite refreshing, quite <laughs> frankly. You, you, when you hear chicken, Is it shaggy two dope and uh, shaggy, uh, uh, shaggy two dope and oh. it's okay. I don't have to quiz you on ICP. 
I've never looked Violent at J. Violent J. You're right. There, I, had I, to I had to think, run through a couple lyrics in my head. <laughs> eventually, I got there. Uh, okay. Okay. So I mean, so I was. It was really interesting how radio stations influenced me as far as, and I don't think it was just novelty, but looking back, I guess it might have been just novelty. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, um, pre like sixth grade and younger. Mm-hmm. There was two radio stations I would listen to when I say I, because being the youngest, I had zero control over any radio ever, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, KIOA. That was the oldie station. That's mm-hmm. what like my mother and my sister would listen to. Mm-hmm. And then- uh, Women's music. <sighs> sure. I mean, listen, I enjoy- Listen, <laughs> to this day, I still love the Everly Brothers, so fuck you. Well, they're from Iowa, <laughs> so- Exactly. Uh, and then there was- uh, KGGO, 94.9, 95. Rock. 95, KGGO. Well, they weren't the rock. They, it was just like, that was just what they were. They just went by their call letters. It was fucking amazing. But were they rock? They were like rock. Were they rock? They were rock, but it, they did not They did not go into new metal. Like, no, but they were rock. They were rock. I mean, come on. There was a guy saying rock like that, right? 95, KGGO. The rock. It, maybe it was like I was rock leader, or maybe maybe something like that. They always have the they always have one of those like extreme branding things. Where, something. Well, the something. rock leader. Exactly. Okay, anyway. Uh, anyhow, so those were those two things, mm-hmm. and then in seventh grade, more the summer leaving into seventh grade, there was a new station called one hundred seven dot five, and it was an. Did alter- they go dot five? It was dot five. Yeah, okay. And well, the dot com boom. Right. I yes, I suppose it, it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, sure. If we're gonna get our marketing sure. hats on, maybe that's maybe that is why. Bup, bup. A little, oh, no, little no, higher. That's why. Okay. Anyhow, and they played alternative music. Uh, <laughs> Classic dot com move. It was just Let's like play oh alternative man, music. I really enjoy. I don't know Sublime. Oh huh. yeah, that's fun. I don't hey, practice I enjoy, like, new, like new, no doubt. Like, like no doubt. It's like oh, this is this is all really excellent. I yeah. enjoy I enjoy all this. This yeah. is nice. No doubt. And then, and then, and my then. freshman year, 103.3 Laser, the rock station. And it was just like, it was like all new metal, new mm-hmm. metal, I mean, some like, some 80s metal, but much more 90s. Mm-hmm. And How does Backstreet Boys fit into this? New metal. I'm getting there, Bobby. <laughs> okay, you're a natural storyteller. Get there. So at this point, I'm, I'm like, I've gone through, I okay, all right. Old school rock into into alternative rock, uh-huh. and now I'm into rock, rock, new rock, right? And, and this is and also like when this transition was happening, uh, uh, Spice Girls were coming out, and yeah, the and Macarena and, came out, and Hanson, and Hanson, do I? It was just like I fucking hate this. There's something about this I fucking hate. I can't okay. put my finger on it as an eighth eighth grade. So boy. you're 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 with me here. I hate this. And so, and then when the boy band started really ramping up, uh-huh. um, it was like, well, I don't like this either. And saying, this is, this is meant you for- You can't lift weights to Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you can't. I'm no. like, this is for women. This is for women and small children. So this is for, not- Well, it's for young is, women. This is not for me, yeah. uh, clearly. And I remember like talking shit about them when, t- like in front of my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. when like center, they were on Saturday Night Live and they like did an acapella version of I Want It That Way or mm-hmm. something. And I'm like, 
this is dumb. And it's, you know, classic 15-year-old boy that's, like, adding fucking zero to the fucking conversation. Right. Why is this suck? It's just dumb. This is dumb. This is su- this is yeah. for pussies. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Which is still like, my you know, argument to this day. And she's like, anyway. listen to them and tell me they are not good singers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, they're, they're fine singers. And then you show them the Jessica Simpson fail video, and you're like, tell me she wasn't lip syncing. That was Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. Sorry. And, and tell me, it, let's be honest, both were lip syncing. Anyway. Oh, probably. Anyhow. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to discredit the fact that they can all sing. I'm sure they're perfectly fine. It's it, If you've been they're doing it that long. They're talented young men. They're talented young men. The thing is, is that it was not. It wasn't for It wasn't for us. It wasn't for it us. It wasn't for us. Right? So that's fine. So this goes back to my point. I mean, if, if I can. Hey, hey, let me let me wrap okay. up. Let me wrap up real quick here. I want to. Real fast. Over the top high five. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there, there we go. Okay, now. Uh, and then like like the summer before my junior year, uh, a new radio station came in. <laughs> and that's when you turned? 1071 turned into a KISS FM, uh-huh. uh, which was a... Uh, like a national chain of pop stations and it was just like <sighs> so oh well fuck you know what thanks bill clinton here's here's the deal i enjoy i enjoyed so much of uh pop music with inside uh oldies like, like i found myself i i enjoyed though those were pop musics that was pop music mm-hmm. they were poppy they were catchy and i was just like okay i can see that through line not so much for the 80s but i also like I have anyhow. So the idea of mm-hmm. me like accepting and bringing and and enjoying new when new radio stations came in and like the novelty of it, I think I really latched onto. And I think you wanted to be part of the group. I don't think it was part of the group. I think it was just well, especially like when my older my older brother is like, "Hey, all right, Kiss FM, all right, let's fucking like let's just well, then you want to be part of that group." Well, no, it was just like, we're doing stuff. He's like, yeah, let's fucking listen to Kiss FM. Let's listen to some fucking pop music while we're doing shit. Yeah, and you it, wanted to be part of your brother's well, group. No, no, like, that was, like, I turned it to that. And he was like, yeah, I'm I'm on board. But and that's he, what made was, you like was, it. Well, and he was a rough and double con- I mean, construction worker. And it was just like. Well, that showed you that it was okay it's to a, like it's it. It's okay to like it. Yeah. I mean, but this is, the, this this is, is, is this better than Creed? Uh <laughs> okay, fair point, I guess. Um, my my thing is like, I don't think that like uh, Backstreet Boys, everybody, you know, the 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 Halloween con- yeah. concept, like that's not a bad pop song. It's a it's it, a very good pop song. But that's the thing with pop music. Your base level is this has to be a smash fucking song like it has to be a huge hit there's nothing else everything else why are we doing this it doesn't matter so everything that is in the pop world has to be a banger right it has to be all wheat no chaff whatsoever right okay and that's that's fine and you can appreciate that that's not how you released music back back then uh yeah especially the calculated pop music absolutely absolutely there was a lot of there was a lot of chaff (sighs) not a ton not a ton. Oh, not in the pop world. Not in the I, pop world. I'm like, in the no. metal world, for sure. In the in the rock world, absolutely. You're telling me that but every song on the fucking Backstreet Boys album was, nope. were fucking bangers. All the singles were though. All the singles were. Uh, yeah, sure. So there, they were, had there to was be. like four. Four. Sure. Okay. Sure. It's just like ABBA. It's like how many ABBA albums have you listened to versus how many ABBA no, singles do you know and listen, are like? I, you... I've only listened to fucking ABBA Gold, and Ex- that's and that's, and that's it, right? Because that's only like half of everything. It. It's like Hollow Notes too. Hollow Notes is another good example. You listen to a Hollow Notes album, and there's a lot of chaff, 
and then there's some real big wheat bangers in yeah. there, and it's like, yep, that's what you're telling me. Sex education is not a <laughs> adult education. Excuse me, adult, adult education. education. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, when you spell out phonetically, adult education. Yeah, no, it's not going to work out. But they were riding that high. They're like, we can do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, as a child growing up, and then watching this, you know, movies and other thing, other TV shows have done it too. I'm not, it's this is the end. It's not the only movie that's ever done it. But they're glorifying the Backstreet Boys as though they've never had a lull. Like it's always been this thing. Like we oh. nostalgically go back and listen to. And I know you haven't watched This Is the End in a long time, or if ever. I don't think I've ever. I and it, it's enough. fine. It's exactly what you think it is. Um, but at the end, they they all get transcended into heaven or whatever the fuck biblical term is. Anyway, sure. Spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't seen this <sighs> is the end. This is the end of this movie. Um, they get uh, transcended into heaven, and they all are told like, "Oh, you can anything you wish, you can have here in heaven. You can have anything you want." And Jay, whatever the fuck his name is, Burshall, 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 Burnthal. Fucking hate that guy with all my heart. Oh, yeah. Oh my God! Talk about this is nepotism in a in a way that like has nothing to do with relation. Just every you are Seth Rogen's friend, and you've been given X amount of chances in the world. And, I think he's capitalized them on oh well enough. Sure, yeah, but again, it's not a character I ever want to see, or like I don't know why the like, you didn't like him in Goon. Uh, he's fine in Goon, but Sean William Scott really hold like carries Goon. By the way. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's be honest. Let's, Let's not give honest. Jay Burchels that much credit. Him being yeah. a guy that wears a cocked hat and then is really into hockey. Uh, the, that's what, most Canadians, by the way. What about like she's Sorry, out of your guys. league? You're telling me no. you didn't love she's <laughs> out of your league? Anyway, Jay Burchels, la- Jay Burchels' wish in heaven is to have Backstreet Boys play a, a song. They play everybody. And I kept watching. I'm like, what is the ending Why of this Why did you movie? keep watching it? Well, because I do enjoy, like, Danny McBride's great. Danny McBride plays a great character, and and this is the end. I'm not going to sit here and defend this is the end. I was editing, and I needed something to put on that was going to, like, take up an hour and a half that I didn't need to pay attention to. That's why I was watching this is the end. You can focus on your work. Well, I I was. I was. (laughs) This is the end. Help me do that, actually. Um, I'd rather do work than watch this piece. uh Uh-huh. Yep. I get it. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. You guys are all friends. I get it. Yep. Absolutely. And you guys decided to make a movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, so when the end, when it comes up and it's like, oh, Jay Burchell, you know, like you can, you know, Jay, you can wish anything in the world. And I'm like, how does this movie end? I totally forgot how this ends. And and he's like, wait, you can wish for anything. All right. I know what I'm wishing for. And it's like, everybody. I was like, all right, cool. I'm done. Yep. And now I remember. Yep. Now I know why I've like never remember how this movie ended. I wonder like whose note that was. It's the little, it's the little guys, the. Brian? Oh no no! I'm sorry. Like not musical note. Oh. Like who who sure. shoehorned that in? Probably Jay Burchell, if quite honestly. Yeah, like who? Well, who wrote the movie? Let's if let's I look. Find out. Quite honestly, I mean, it's a. I'd rather talk about 2005's Constantine than anything else. But oh, did you watch that recently? Yeah. Now that I can't, uh, I can't uh, speak to here. So let's. Oh, you let's, haven't watched Constantine? No. We haven't watched This Is The End? Like, both sound I fe- ridiculous. I feel like one is much more worthy of the disgruntled. Uh, yeah, so... Evan Goldberg, Ev- who's... I, I feel uh, it's either Evan Goldberg or Seth Rogen that puts this in, so... Who's Evan Goldberg? Oh, Evan Goldberg is one of their like, boys. Yeah, he's... He's one of their boys. Would I know him? No, I 
What's his iron? Yeah, super bad sausage party. Goon. Yeah, he's one of their boys. Yeah. Well, he's a producer. He's on, the producer, though. He wrote Goon. That's good on him. Look, Goon is great. I've, I, I love Goon. I, I've only watched it once, and it really spoke to me. It's really good because it like it, uh, that's a, you need to find as far as like you know large uh, cultures, right? You need to find one thing to be an in. And the idea of like an enforcer, I think, is an interesting in. Well, an enforcer in minor league hockey. <laughs> Sure. That's a great little, <laughs> that's a great yeah, caveat. Yeah. Because in all the sports movies, I really feel like if you go to the minor league world, that creates this, to take your term, a rich tapestry yeah. to build on to get to the majors. I th- think that's the whole thing like where, like Bull Durham is yeah. great because you have people that have been to the majors. They have been like striving to get to the majors. They're never going to get to the majors. All these Pe- different people levels. on their way up, people on their way down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. It's a real crossroads. And, uh, and so if you do something like, you know, major league where everyone's in the majors, see, that's why I like major league three back to the ma- back minors, to the minors. Yeah. Just a lot. Hey, and this I'll episode's take, brought take, to you by major league three back to the minors. I'll take movies. Uh, I've never seen. <laughs> For a thousand hours. You've never seen it? I've never seen Major League Three. No. I stop I have the good sense of stopping at Major League Two. Yeah. Well, uh Evan Goldberg looks like he just uh well he directed This Is the End. And then uh the interview. And then Yeah, so this guy like he's just a financier, looks like. Maybe a writer for more most of the things. Huh. Alright. He's like honestly Oh shit, he was a writer on the Alley G show? Ah, uh, that's probably Fuck. It. That's probably it. Fuck. That's that's something. That's well, I was recently talking with like uh not Leica, but Leica? Re, uh, like uh, uh he was a mutual friend of he's a mutual friend of ours and we were talking about Beck's music career. And Beck has a, like a weird music career. He I love that Beck is just like all of a sudden he's just like I'm gonna take everything I know, I'm gonna throw it in the garbage, and you don't know me. Yep. You don't know me. And I'm going to show you how, you, how much you don't know me. Uh, here's Midnight Vulture Club or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's Midnight called. Vultures. Yep. In, but not everyone can do that. And it really yeah. required him having his hits at the beginning that allowed him to have that yes. thing. And this, Neil Young is a very similar artist where, oh, yeah. you know, you have you have your albums. Sorry if I'm boring you here. No, no. Um, like you say Neil Young, I immediately want to start yawning because <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. You know what's boring as fuck and wants to put me to, in a coma? Yeah. Neil Young. Yeah. No yeah, yeah I'm going to put on Harvest Gold and just. You're going to put on Harvest Gold, which is a Beck. the fuck out. Which was a Beck and uh, Neil Young collab album. Because <laughs> Beck, Beck has Mellow, Mellow Gold, Gold and Neil Young had Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mellow Moon would also be a great Mellow one. Moon. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's, a, there's an album called Mellow Moon. You want to look it up? Yeah. Let's uh, do it. Just album Mellow Moon. Mellow Moon. Album. Album. Are you, is, are you okay with this yes, that's search? Fine. God, you fucking prick. Mellow Moon by Yuin, Yunan? 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 Alfie Templeton also has a song. Oh, man. I don't know if we have the rights to play this. All music. Oh, all musics. Continue after disabling? Oh. I don't want to, like... Oh, 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 fuck oh. you. Oh, fuck you. Okay, well, Mellow Moon, okay, it's an album. But we figured yeah. it out. Okay. We don't need to listen to his shitty fucking music behind yeah. the fucking What about paywall. this one by uh, Alfie Templeton? Is oh. a song. <gasps> That's just oh. lyrics. Oh. 
This is Alfie, made, this is an album named this is Mellow coming Moon. Coming out. This is coming out May twenty seventh of twenty twenty two. That's how much we have our finger on the pulse of Guys, the ether. Boom. Is just Fuck all of you. Yeah, fuck everybody else. This is where you guys come to for just the hippest, oh, coolest is shit. There, oh, can we listen to a little of 3D feelings? If you click on the scroll down or... Yeah, with the, the drop down? Nope. Oh, no. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Oh. No. Hey, you know what? You guys don't deserve it. You guys, you listeners, you don't deserve to listen to Mellow Moon the by leads? Alfie Templeton. Can, can we click on that? Templeton, sorry. Uh, on 3D feelings? Is there a... The lead single. Boom. Right here. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is a banger. It's a decent hook. Hold on. 15 seconds is all we get. Okay. Cool. That's all we can legally play. And then they, then they'll. That's not actually how it works. Well, I don't want to get sued. Well, here's the deal, Bobby. Ready for this? I don't want to get sued, well, and I well, also don't want to listen to the song anymore. What we what we just did then right there mm-hmm. could be considered a, a critique, right? We're going to critique it, Ooh. and that falls very much under fair use. Oh, now the the thing is about fair use, and I like saying this to everybody: mm-hmm. fair use is a, is a legal defense. Speak to everybody right now, okay? It's a legal defense, mm-hmm. okay? It is not law. There's no law for fair use. There's no law. Uh, for for this, so is there also? Hold on, I gotta figure out the. Go on, keep, keep going <laughs> so, on. I so I, it's illegal. I mean, Alfie could Alfie Templeton right now could sue us for playing his music and say this is copyrighted music, and we could sit there and say, well, actually, what we were doing it was a critique. We did not license it because we are going. We are doing a critique, and because critique is a one of the strong pillars of public. I mean, fair use. Fair doctrine. use, yeah. And uh, Roger Ebert and Siskel were not, uh, you know, sued for playing clips. Yes, correct, exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. So, but uh, so what? Also, because we had a recent, we had a mutual friend that was bring up Brian Williams uh, on revision, uh, revisionist history. Oh, I listened to that. How, how, yeah. What was the term they used? Was it revisionist history or like what was? The, I think what, that that's the name. That's of the, the name that's of the podcast. The name of the whole but, podcast. But what was the name of the term when he was lying to everybody? <sighs> it was. I love the idea of that you can just lie to people and be like, oh, I uh, misremembered. No, I like after listening to the podcast. You believe an actor that was telling you. Well, it wasn't that. I mean, come on. There could be there could be some of that. There could what be. Was, some, what was the term? Do you remember what the term? Hold was? on. Let me look it up. I'm almost there. Just give me a two fucking seconds. We'll listen to a little more. 3D a little, give me a little bit more. That's good. Yeah. So it's, it's not great, but. I don't love it. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. And we're done. Oh, and that—that's what we we get. Thirty seconds before an ad hits in. How about that? Uh, doesn't say. Hold on. Well, what did our friend say? Oh wait, I love the refrain in this song. Is do 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 do. Uh, I, I love uh, it. I don't mind. I don't mind like na na na's and. And sha la la's, I don't either. I, it, like there, it's interesting. I think it's a spice that needs to be uh, uh, used sparingly. It's uh, fine. It's fine. I'm just dead inside. That's okay. Uh, apparently, that was not as part of the chat. Okay, that was just. Uh, 
Wait. That was just our conversation. That was within our conversation. Wait, so the part of the podcast that he was telling us to listen to the name of the the name of the podcast is called Revisionist right, History. Right, but wasn't it to explain like how he it's misremembered like the, like the, all these the, different the, little the, pieces? The podcast is called Revisionist History. That's the name of the podcast. Which is revising history to when Brian Williams lied to America and the about name being of the epi- shot down the, in a helicopter. The name of the over episode is Free Brian Williams. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, because he's retired from MSNBC. He stepped away. I, he was the, he was the anchor of NBC, and then yeah, he, until he lied, until he, and then he was regaled to MSNBC, and then he's just what? recently retired from MSNBC. Oh, did he retire from MSNBC? Yeah. It's and it, he said, "Well, it's not me. It's not." It was. It was. I don't have a good Brian Williams. No. Well, who has a good Brian Williams these well, days? Anyhow, some piece of shit on uh, <laughs> on news. Any, so it's it was it was very interesting. Uh, they talked about a. A flashbulb uh, memories, memories, flashbulb memories, like large cultural touchstones, right? Okay. Uh, I know, and you're gonna love this. Oh man, I just <laughs> love it as a defense for lying. It's called lying. You're gonna love this. Uh, they said they they went through and they did a study on 9/11. Oh. So like, oh. like let's uh, go. <laughs> exactly. So like, like, oh, like a week after 9/11, they yeah. had like 3,000 people. I remember that one week after. It was like one week after nine eleven. One week after nine, they had like nine eighteen. They had like three thousand. They had three thousand study people, yeah, like they, people that said, "Tell me where you were on nine 11 I was listening to Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and like yeah. and people writing. I was down, just dancing and, ha- and have people write down where they were in nine eleven and what yeah. was happening in nine eleven. Yeah, and then coming back to them like after a period of time, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It was like five years or, or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, saying, "Okay, yeah. where were you? What happened that day? What, ha- like, uh, yeah. what, like, how did you learn about it?" And let me, can I guess? Yeah, was it different? Sixty percent of fucking people. Wow. Okay. Cool. So, on top of this, hold on, I'm just gonna ask yeah. a question here. So, are we? Do we hold the general public to the same standards that we hold? Uh, like, I don't know, public figures do. Do we yes. hold? No, yes, no, no, yes, we, no, we, do? we don't. No, we don't. I yes, I'm agreeing with okay. you. I'm agreeing with your point because it's it's very hard. It's very hard to to you see a, a credentialed journalist that is reading the nightly news to people, and then I mm, I yeah, I was shot down I, in a helicopter. And I said I went down. Here's the crazy thing about that. But I didn't actually do that. Well, here's fine. the here's the very like the two. There was two very interesting parts about this. Mm-hmm. One he didn't go down in the helicopter. Anyway, one one was like that. One of the people who was like, "No, Brian Williams, you were not on my helicopter that was Correct. shot down." Okay, yep. and they're like, "Hey, so like in an interview, it was mm. with fucking Brian Seltzer of all people, by the way." <laughs> that's, that <laughs> is hilarious. Even, that which is, is even hilarious. better. Yes, and great. it was like, "What did well, you?" Because the thing was, he was caught, and I'm, I don't want to over talk yeah, over well, you, but yeah. he was caught. He he said this thing, yes. and then like it came yes. out, it was like. Uh, no, like, nope, no, there's like factual there. proof. It's there's like I was at a party with Fallout Boy once, and then you know Pete Wentz is like, "Yeah, I've never seen this fucking guy in my life." Right. So, like the one of the one of the like one of the people said, "Fuck you, you're you're, you're lying." Mm-hmm. It's like Brian Seltzer asked him, "Like, when did you hear about this?" It's like I started hearing about this. You know, like I remember just watching online an interview that he did like seven years ago of him saying that he got shot down, and. Like what? he he like Brian Selt. I mean, uh, excuse me. Uh, what's uh-huh. the guy's name? Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian Williams like publicly never said anything about it 
like saying that he was shot down. It, it was like four. Like so, he was like seven. He was no, like, he did. He was say. off. He was off by like a, like the guy criticizing him. No, was he, off, was off by like a like five years. He gave a harrowing uh, account. There's video of yeah, it. Yeah, no, like on on Letterman. Like that's when he like gave his big heartfelt. I got shot down in a helicopter, and that's when it like really blew up. There was like three other times before, mm-hmm. like written accounts of him. Well, there was like the nightly news broadcast where he's like, <clears throat> you know, oh the plane in front of us got shot down. Yeah, I mean, helicopter in front of us got shot down, mm-hmm. and then like one or two other times, like in print, that he said we took some fire. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Pardon me. And it wasn't until like really that Letterman interview that he said, actually, uh, yeah, I was shot down. and It was very harrowing, right? Mm-hmm. So it just like it it changed and grew, right? It, it like and, I, and yeah. I, so the lie the lie grew. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And that and that's and that's the, what everybody said. And you can call it a story. It's great. I mean, right, like right. Kyle Newcheck on the Workaholics dude says, never let a good uh, let never, never let a lie get in the way of a good story. Right. Uh, and so anyhow, so the guy who was criticizing him mm. was off by the time he not re- criticizing, saying uh, you're the, right, r- telling the yes. truth. Yeah, well, we got to like put the right terms to it. And I'm perfect as a lawyer. I love the idea that we can just be like, oh, he misremembered history. He misremembered it. Right. But it's really lying well, uh, and telling the truth because we do have to get help. If you yes. get if you get treated and, uh, differently okay. as a celebrity or a public figure. OK, you are for better or worse, held to a different standard. We suffer from that, from being a podcast where we are not famous people, okay? So the things that we're talking That's about- That's why we don't get paid money, by the way. Are inherently, but this is, this is true, yeah. and I'm gonna tie back to this, all right? Okay. What we're talking about is inherently not interesting to people. It's because we are not famous. If we were oh. famous, now all the, thing, the, all the hot takes on, you know, Evan Goldberg and this is the end and Billy Joel and all that shit like that would be much more interesting to people because they can t- contextually put it to people that they know sure. because, because there were nobody that were like who fucking cares right and that's why we have this podcast and other people that are famous can have very similar podcasts yeah I'm talking to you everyone who knows you know who you are right but they can have very similar podcasts and it's incredibly popular because oh you are this person that I know and that's why I'm listening to you. And that's why you can talk about really opinion-based things, nothingness, have a hot take opinion, banter, whatever the fuck it is, and be like, oh, well, I love listening to this because I know this person, right? So you get held to a different standard in the public sphere. As compared to a journalist. Well, I would say a journalist. A news news authority figure. I would say a journalist, though, is also becoming the public sphere, especially with opinion-based news becoming such a a, a big part of news. Forever. Anyhow. Opinion-based news has not been huge forever, by the way. Tell that to Walter fucking Cronkite. Tell that to the yellow journalism. I'm just telling you, like, opinions in news have been around for a very, very fucking long time. Well, there's a reason why it was called op-eds and not just the news. You're not completely wrong there anyhow i'm not wrong at all let me let me get one more th- let me get one more interesting one more anyway. interesting tidbit from this fucking thing okay was there was a guy who's like i was on the i was on the helicopter with brian williams when we got shot down okay. and he's like full-on defending brian williams saying yep. we were shot down yeah and then and why what, did brian williams apologize for lying? and then and then like two weeks later he's like sorry I misremembered that. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's called lying. 
<laughs> what I'm talking about is lying. What? He was obviously paid to cover up, or right. like there was some incentive for him to cover up the thing. I, I think... It, Nathan, come on. What is I more likely? Brian Williams not remembering the fact that he was actually shot. If you were shot down in a fucking helicopter, have you ever been in a helicopter? Have I, you no, ev- I've never been in a if you were bird. ever shot down yeah. in a whirly bird, yeah. you would fucking remember it. Thank you. And you'd way, be like, mm. terminology. It's true. And it's correct. It's a whirly bird. Okay. <laughs> you would remember it. And f- here's the other thing, too. Right. There's a good fucking chance you wouldn't survive. Because it's not like a fucking helicopter. It's not an airplane Most that you can just. There's a lot of surviving happening in helicopters crashes. Okay, this speaking from a man who's never been in a whirly bird. This episode's been brought to you by the American uh, Helicopter Aviation Association. <laughs> Ants Swarovski. Yeah. Uh, no, it w- w- like it was interesting. It of course I, it's interesting to listen to people lie and what backtrack. Well, no, I, the whole idea of people like because the amount of people within this 9/11 study who were handed, <laughs> let's go, yeah. Who were handed, here's a sheet of paper with yep. your handwriting yeah. saying where you were on 9-11. Yeah, but they're not public figures. You're 100% correct, right? Yep. But the amount of people who had said we there don't trust, re- I don't trust you know, the Bradleys of the world to like be responsible for having a, a, a thought in their head. But the, but the idea of somebody saying, this is something I wrote. Clearly, this is Sorry my Sorry to hand- Bradley Cooper. I was referencing Bradley Cooper there. This I was is, at a party with Bradley Cooper recently. This is something and I wrote. And he misremembered 9-11 like a motherfucker. Bradley like, Cooper I? and I were at a party. Where was I? And he was doing blow, and it was ridiculous. I was like, Bradley, you need to stop. And he was like, 9-11 was done by a porcupine riding a cactus. And I'm like, dude, I think you're wrong. Jesus. Like, you know, and I had him write it down, you quite honestly. To, you don't have to go on this deep of a tangent. Well, I did. I had him write it down. And then a week later, I saw Bradley Cooper because he was like, picking up his dildos. Why did I write this? And then I was like, hey, man, like, what... Uh, Tell me, you, tell me Why where you I were on nine eleven. Why you know? did I write this down? You so you didn't see so it by a porcupine riding in Kansas. The, the amount of people who were confronted with a handwritten note of explaining where they were and what happened on nine eleven to them. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bradley. And then just them going. I don't know why I, w- I would write this yeah. because that's not what happened to me on nine eleven. Yeah, and they all have journalism degrees. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I think you're somewhat correct, and they kind of pointed to this Thank as you. well. Thank you. Uh, they he did he w- had a weird tangent about uh, Rose McGowan and uh, I love to bring up is it the Rose McGowan argument? As a lawyer, I love bringing this up. Rose McGowan and uh, she did the craft, uh, and I'm like, and that's uh, Owen uh, Rowan, not Rowan Atkinson, uh, uh, Rowan Farrow, Rowan Farrow, Rowan Farrow, and him Rowan Farrow saying it's our job is as journalists mm-hmm. is to try to get down to like actually what happened and try to dig down. Yeah. We cannot just take things at face value of what people say and, 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 and go, sure. I would, yeah, and he's it's like, very idealistic. And, and so the, the, I, and the commentator, I'm trying to remember who the guy who does this mm-hmm. revisionist it's podcast, Bradley Cooper, not Bradley Cooper. He's like, sorry, Bradley. Could you imagine if like, Rose McGowan got something wrong, like which city she was in mm-hmm. or like what time of year it happened mm. in because our memories are so fallible well, that. You well, you're know, also talking about the and, court of law in this situation. And you're then talking how, about the piranhas of lawyers. And then how like much it would get ripped apart in the media, how much it would get ripped apart in the court of public opinion mm-hmm. because you your memory is. You're off it, a little your, bit. Your, your memory is fucked. Now. Yeah. Now that now being let's said, let's correlate this to a helicopter being shot out of the right. air. I think I I I understand what you're saying. 
It's one thing for Amber Heard to misremember the day she shit in Johnny Depp's bed. Right. And I think actually they got the date right on that one. I'm pretty sure they got the date right on that <laughs> one. Because they wrote it in his fucking diary. Yeah, because he wrote it in diary. But yeah, the day that you're shot out of a helicopter. I I I am on I am one. on the fence as far as what actually happened to Brian Williams. But I find it interesting okay. that people's memories are so fallible. And I just in I totally agree with that. That's why and hey g- hey honestly, this is why eyewitnesses are fucking garbage and should never be used <laughs> for anything, quite frankly. Well, not for it. it, nothing should ever be 100% or 0%. Like, right. Nothing should ever be that because there are people that actually can recount the thing and remember the person wearing the... No, you're you just know. thinking of TBS you know, programs. You, you're talking to a man who's never watched a full episode of Law and Order, CSI, SCI, NSCI, whatever. I've never watched a whole NCIS, please get it right. I've never watched a whole procedural from front to beginning. I've never watched even probably more than... I don't think I've made it to a commercial break, quite honestly. No, look at of you. Any of those shows. Why? They're uh, very good. Oh, they have, have no oh, CSI space so, in my heart. CSI is so good, man. So good. <laughs> so CSI good. CSI New Orleans? Or? Uh, they have no, no space in my heart. No. Was there, yeah, there was a CSI New Orleans. I'm sure. I could name any. I could name most major cities. Not Pittsburgh. Well, that's. Hey, this is not shitting on people from Pittsburgh. It actually should be a badge of honor that there is no CSI Pittsburgh. So. I feel like going to Pittsburgh. I kind of yeah. I I've been you know I'm curious. You're curious about Pittsburgh. I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm Pits- always I'm Pittsburgh curious. <laughs> I'm not full Pittsburgh, but I'm Pittsburgh curious. curious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel, and like, that's fine. There's something about hey hey you want to tell you I'm gonna say a phrase here. Oh. There's something about river towns, you know. Oh. <laughs> and the con- the confluence of the wow. rivers there in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Transitory in nature. I just want to tie a bow on the Brian Williams thing because oh yeah, because I just love the Hold idea. On. What, well, I just when you say tie a bow, you really mean to say one more point to say that I'm right. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I just want to say like I, one more I will thing to say that I'm right. No, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that existing as a a, a legal defense. Sure. Of like if because in our court system we are truly just in this downward spiral of just shit because now if you want to set it and I know it's not been the court of law yeah. but it's not going to take that long to get to the court of law yeah. to be like well you know like uh, I misremembered it you know like oh I didn't know like what the hell you know like oh like see just, I think that's a witness thing that that's where like witnesses like sure we're, I ta- just, we're talking I just about can't something that wait happened for five it to years get ago. on the books in the in the courts. For it to be this precedent that is set where it's like, we're going to cite so-and-so versus so-and-so, and then that's going to get thrown. Every every fucking case is going to get thrown out. Every eyewitness gets fucking pulled a fucking part because they're, well, they're horrible. I know I've talked about it before on the Humans podcast, but having a deposition fell. is no nothing fun. Like there's, It's not fun to be deposed. It is not... Uh, <laughs> you, you, feel like, you feel like everything that... Uh, things you know or you don't know like even things like you're trying to justify like when we when we were deposed we were trying to justify like why we were on the road in the first place I'm like <laughs> well we were okay well we were travel we were touring musicians so like and this was part we of were tour. in bozeman montana and we were traveling to jackson hole wyoming and i remember looking up and i i cite myself as having a, like a good memory like i remember a lot of things not tooting my own horn i'm gonna knock on wood so not alzheimer's later but like i remember looking up on my apple maps and like what are the fastest way apple maps oh yeah absolutely that's you're gonna blame our car accident on apple maps yep okay well 
you're not wrong in the court of law. <laughs> so anyway, I just remember looking up. Google would have told you to use a you know freeway. Uh, so we had an option of going through the freeway. <laughs> it was longer because I don't know if you know much about the Northwest, but it is a uh, very vast, and there are very few major major highways. So There's we had to go a long way. You know, we had to we had to travel most of the day to get to where the hell we were going, and so we could have gone like down into. I don't even remember which state. Idaho. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Remember, we had to go, like, go out of our way and then cut over, go out of our way to the east and cut back, and or then or to, or we could go through Yellowstone. As the, as the as the beautiful artists you are, you're like, let's take the winding <laughs> two lane road through Yellowstone. We didn't know it was a two lane road. So let's just take the winding two lane road through Yellowstone instead of the corporate, you know, <laughs> interstate <laughs> system. I want to get in touch with real America. Yeah. Okay. And then we high fived and <laughs> ate an apple. And they're like, let's just do some joints and <laughs> do some. Jo- no, we weren't doing joints, Nathan. I know. I know. I'm just. We that's weren't. What I'm saying. We weren't. That I'm doing saying, alcohol. Okay. Doing, Nathan. Let's do some alcohol <laughs> and then we'll do this, and then we'll you know go make love we, on a mountain or something. <laughs> and stop at the side of the road and play an acoustic guitar to the birds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dick. No. Well, that's what artists do, right? <laughs> well, you know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know because I'm not an artist. You're not an artist. Yeah, it's fine. You just don't get it. So I just don't get it. I'm not in tuned to yeah. that part of nature. But it was or one of those things. I'm like, I'm like, here I am in a very high pressure situation. Like, yeah. what were you even doing on the road? Like, well, uh, so you, we were, were driving to. Uh, we the... were uh, we were going to go and play a show in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and we just Which got done gorgeous. playing a show in Bozeman, Montana. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, how much are you getting paid for these shows? I'm like, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not be a pre- lot. Be prepared to be shocked. Be but prepared to not be shocked. a lot. And that was the funny thing. But they, the the lawyer thought that we were like withholding like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, that oh, we, he, well, he, she, she you, heard, you sexist piece of shit. She heard your music and said, oh my God. These people. These guys, they're just. They're, they've got to be huge hits Easy, somewhere. Easy, sexist They're piece of shit. So, Don't you patronize well, me? Well, I mean, uh, surprising that a woman would be in touch with your music, your art, but. Wow. <laughs> no, keep digging a hole. Keep digging a hole. <laughs> Dig all around. No. The, yeah, the idea. Oh, God. They, that was the first thing she did in, like, when she got the evidence, she got your, your, you know, your L, all your couple LPs. It's yeah. just like, okay, who are these people? Let me let, and then, let me. then she clicks play, just like. Oh my God, this is so beautiful. This, this is, is what they do with the procedurals. This, this is what they do in Law and like, Order. Just really speaks to my heart. I didn't know these have to be worth like millions of dollars. These people are obviously this, huge. I've got a million dollar ringing part of my soul uh-huh. right now. No, oh, statue. And she's of liber- talking to her sta- boss. She's statue like, of liberty. No, it's like and like. No, oh, she's it, talking to her boss. She's like, <laughs> God, no, they are huge. Okay, you don't they, understand. You don't like, understand. They've been embezzling money for a long. They're just playing it as poor musicians this because. Listen, you cannot like speak to my soul yeah. the way they can yeah. and not be millionaires. Yeah. That's they're it. clearly they're cooking the books. And she's so His torn. Mom is, she's so torn about ripping you apart in the deposition because, you know, you basically, you know, like shattered case. shattered pieces of the same soul <laughs> just no. over the course of time and space and no. I can't believe I have to do this, Bobby, but I got to tear you down. It's part of my job. That I was hate, not the case. I hate every part of this. Actually to the contrary, her brother died in a car accident in the me in the time she was investigating <gasps> us. 
zero this woman like Ugh. i can't remember her name but uh yeah she can go fucking die i don't was like it gwyneth paltrow no no i like she be played by gwyneth paltrow no who would you, probably like honestly just just facial features alone from what i remember uh elizabeth warren oh yeah just just facial not not, not uh not I don't know how personality i don't know how to tell you this elizabeth warren is not a working actor <laughs> she is a politician. It's pretty much the same thing. I got to get a soundboard. I really want a soundboard. You get you get no soundboard. I really want There's a soundboard. No There's no Come way on. a soundboard can make. Come There's on. no way a soundboard can add anything to this to this fucking experience at all. Not if at one all. of us become famous, I would add a lot to the podcast. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe some moving lights, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. The idea. I don't know. It's being de- being deposed is not something I wish on anybody. Uh, being in the court system is yeah. intriguing because you know of, of of shows like Better Call Saul and whatnot. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that to your point, anything you say can be construed, put under a Damn. microscope. It's not very fun, uh, and you can actually be intimidated into uh, thinking that what you remember his history going back to the backstreet boys situation yeah am i remembering things wrong because i remember having friends or a group of people i'm like this fucking sucks and then as time goes on you never you i understand the nostalgia i understand the bringing back of like oh it was 20 years ago and now it's back but it really never seemed like it left ever it always seemed like there was i mean fucking justin timberlake has never gone away I find I th- this is what I find interesting is that there's not the same level of nostalgia and all that for InSync, like InSync because Justin Timberlake took it all. Well, right. Well, everybody understands that that's where all the actual talent, dare I say, lies. So I you're mean, saying there's no talent in Backstreet Boys? No, I'm. Well, I'm sa- what I'm saying well, of how do you excuse me? You just said all the talent lies in instinct. Like, that's why it never went away. So therefore, what you're saying, and I'm, this is what I learned from being deposed. What you're saying is, is that there's no talent in Backstreet Boys because otherwise, I, it, that, can I finish? Can I finish? So, like that's just they, how a deposition they, goes. Are it, like a like a like a bitter wife having an argument. Is that what's? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. What it is. And it's it, when she says, "I'll use anything against you." It's like actually like yeah, true. true. There's like a friend like typing in the corner, you know. Yeah. And they weren't friends actually. The the people well, typing. No, because they're the they're, stenographers. They're, the were, stenographer. That's part of the court. Uh, they are members of the court. Anyhow, the stenographers bought us a drink at the end of the deposition. No fooling. Yeah. Ooh. They felt bad for us. Oh. Because Anyhow. she was such a see you next Tuesday. Well. Uh, and fuck that lady, by the way. Like, I, I just can't say it enough. Like, and I'll put it up. Like, I wish she burned in find, a car. Alive. I'm going to find her calling. I'm going to find her card. And then mm-hmm. I'll look it up. And I'll I'll post her LinkedIn on the, uh, uh, in the doodly cool. video. Awesome. Uh, okay. Go fuck so, yourself. So to what, the lady, sorry. What I find interesting about InSync. Back to the Backstreet Boys. In InSync versus Backstreet Boys, yes. right? Okay, you with me so far? Yep. No one is sitting here going, uh, like, just absolutely shitting themselves with bye 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 no one's absolutely shitting themselves over pop i i'm trying to think of some other like mm-hmm. uh in sync songs uh that uh have made, sure. like no one's doing that yeah like, anything from no strings attached anything from no strings attached is not like getting hardcore nostalgia i think bye 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 does 
But anyway. I, don't, I don't not as not as, not as much. I think I think you watch too many uh, not or like art movies. Oh, that's my black hole of things I don't give a shit about. Well, honestly, that's right. I feel like I I can't do it right now. It's kind of like a Billy Joel situation. But "Bye Bye Bye" is used as a movie or as a song where it's like, "Hey, remember this? Bye 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 Bye," and it's like, "Yeah, it was fun and cool and hip." Is it's but gonna it be me? Then. Is it gonna be me? Is, is that from? I don't know. It's gonna be me. Yeah, what, I know. What, what, I know what, 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 Justin Timberlake's nasally voice. Yes, I know it. You just don't like JT. And I don't. I, you don't like JT. I don't. And I think that's probably you have some deep-seated uh, resentment about yourself and your ac- own accomplishments. I wish my parents would have made me a Disney job. For sure. Absolutely. I, 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 think, I think that's what Here's it is. Here's the thing I was talking about with a friend of ours, too, uh, recently. Uh, is that uh, So Justin Verlander, he's a Major League Baseball pitcher. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with Justin Verlander? Uh, no, I'm a mad bum guy. You're a mad bum guy. Okay, well, Justin Verlander is a Major League Baseball pitcher. And also a Doug Marlin guy. Doug Marlin's a fictitious character that doesn't exist. But yeah, um, so Justin Ver- Justin Verlander, Jeez. is he's in rarefied air as a pitcher goes. Uh, he, he, he won the Cy Young and MVP in the same year. Oh, that's allowed? Yeah, it's allowed. It's very rare. You know, if ever has happened, so what? he was he he's done that. Uh, he's made hundreds of millions of dollars. He's a very good looking man. He's a very nice man from all accounts and everything okay. like that. He's married to Kate Upton. Uh, oh he, no he, shit! And, like the model, the model Kate Upton. And I've had just a running joke with my wife, and then you know, close personal friends and stuff like that. Not you, but uh, just friends and stuff. Like if I ever meet Justin Verlander, what I'm gonna do is just gonna I'm gonna punch him in the face. Oh yeah, real quick. And okay. then when he's on the ground, hopefully I can knock him to the ground. That'd be the Really sad if I didn't okay. knock him to the ground. Anyway, knock him to the ground and be like, hey, 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 hey. No, no, I don't mean anything. I have no qualms with you. I was just, that was the universe. You've had too much. You know, you just needed, you know, the other, you needed opposite. Do you feel you know, like thing. you haven't gotten enough out of the universe? And, 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 no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when you're running into the people, it's like, hey, the universe needs to punch back a little bit. I'm sure you're a great guy. I just wanted to deliver that. Now it's over. Now everything's kind of settled and shit like that because. No man can have one, you know, no man can have too much kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, and it feels like, you know, like, when does Justin Verlander have a bad day? So I'm going to go in. I'm, and, I'm sure and, he does. Because guess this. He's a real person with real emotions. Sure. And sure. I'm going to I'm going to come back. I'm going to cut this thing. Haters are going to hate. And right now, I'm I, not feel like, I feel like I like the man. I just said he's an attractive man. He's very good. But you want to punch him because no, he's I got said, too I'm much. Gonna, uh, no, I you're just gonna said pu- I'm going to give him a punch. I'm just going to give punch him a punch. Him. You're going to punch him because I'm going to do the Lord's work and just be a vessel been, of God. He's been given too much Mm-mm. by Bobby's by Bobby's nope. judgment. With Dave Bobby's Franco. judgment. He's gotten too much. It just needs to be balanced. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And it's Bobby's judgment. No, no, no. To do the balancing. No, I, I feel like I, I feel like our listeners, if when you're, when I'm explaining this, they would, they would be justified with this. They'd be like, hey, look, I'm not going to beat the shit out of him. I'm going to give him one swift punch to the face, and I'm going to immediately go, hey, hey, man, nothing by it. Hey, just the universe just balancing itself out. Just relax, relax. You the know? universe works. Let me buy Bobby. you a drink. Let the... me buy you a drink. Okay. Oh, see what. And then we're we're gonna be good. We're gonna. How be about fine. this for the part of the universe? Just don't buy him a drink. It's the same thing. Well, he right? doesn't give a shit about that. It's just like our podcast. Like, who gives a shit about the podcast? I would tell him, say, "Hey, 
I'm not going to buy you a drink. Unless I punch him in the face, he's not going to care that I'm not, like, he's not going to care if I don't buy him a drink. I've already punched him in the face. And now if I want to beat the shit out of him and cause bodily harm to him, yes, and I understand what you're saying, like, oh, like, I get to be judged during an intricate I'm going to tell that to every celebrity, by the way, from now on. I'm going to say, I'm not going to buy you a drink. Well, first off, most celebrities should buy you a drink. You know, you think so, but they don't. Our friend well, was also don't. describing the last episode of, or the last season of the, of Scrubs and how Dave Franco is good in it and everything. And I'm like, okay, whatever. You know me and nepotism. But, you got a real problem with it. Well, first off, I have a much more p- bigger problem with the fact that Dave Franco is married to Alison Brie and gets that. That's. Okay. You can, like, okay? the idea that that's some, not well, a punch somebody... in the face worthy. Somebody took Allison Brie off the market. And and first off, Dave Franco, I've only really seen him in The Disaster Artist. He's fine in it. What else? Uh, um, you tell me when you watched Now You See Me. No. And then you watched Now You See Me 2. You were no. like, Dave Franco, you're bringing it. No. 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 Well, I'm sure and I know. haven't watched any of those movies. So No, oh, you didn't watch Now I You See supp- Me? It's got Woody Harrelson in it. I just supplied the same. I, it's about magic. I, I you know. Or like, yeah. you know. Right? It's about magic in Vegas. Sure. Right? Am yeah, I right? It's got Michael Kine in it. So uh Michael Kine. Michael Kine. Yeah. You gotta go Michael Kine. I think that's everybody's just Michael Kine. Michael Kine's good. Michael Kine. Was a buttery toast. <laughs> anyway, um I just applied the same Dave Franco or the same Justin Verlander yeah. logic to Dave Franco. I don't think there's anything wrong with a swift punch to the face. Be like, hey, 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 hey. Easy fella, easy fella, easy. I mean nothing to you. I mean no harm to you. This is just the universe. I'm a vessel of the universe. I speak for, you know, most of, I, of I, humankind. I am just I am the relax. pent-up aggression of all the other males who are not able to be or in your women, position. Or women. Okay. A musician. What are you talking like, In your position. Oh, your position. position. I thought you said musician. I'm like, neither of these people are musicians. I bet Dave Franco considers himself a musician <laughs> for some reason. For that, I'd punch him again. <laughs> and that'd be like, that was for me. That was for me alone. That's for me and all the other musicians and artists i'm gonna go i'm gonna go let all my frustration underneath that tree of bluebirds wow. with my acoustic guitar uh, first off if i punch somebody all those bluebirds are flying away like those bobby, bluebirds bobby are, come on it is like a mortal combat just because just because you got some length doesn't mean you got that much oomph behind it now justin verlander i'm worried about dave franco you, as I'm you not. should be yeah. As you should be. I'm not worried about Dave Franco. Who's the, well, okay, who's the Mad Bum guy? What's the guy's name? Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner. Mad Bum. It's fine. Mad, yeah. yeah, it's fine. That's his... I, I don't feel like I need to punch him. You don't need to punch him? No. No. Who's the really fucking crazy guy with the, with the broken nose? Dusty Baker. No. <laughs> with the balding head. He dropped his pants oh. uh, as far as like the ball check. The uh, like the Troy Aikman. Che- no, the, like the checking of to make sure you're not using spider tech. And he's like comes up and he's like pulling his uh, his shit. Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer. Yeah, he's crazy too, right? Well, I wouldn't punch Max Scherzer. Why would I need to punch Max Scherzer? Because he's a crazy person. Crazy people who are with mental illness need to be punched. He's not a, crazy. He's not a crazy person. I have been. I watched a whole baseball does not exist video that says he's crazy, and I believe that. He is not universally worthy of being punched in the face. What was he, and like, you know what I'm saying? You, do, you, uh, do you have a situation? Do you have a person in mind that you... Because I know you know what I'm saying. I don't, no, not since I was 14. 
you don't have somebody that you're like, hey. Because I feel like this is a 14-year-old emotion. Oh, you feel like this is a 14-year-old I feel like emotion? This, I feel like this is a haters gonna hate thing. Huh. But I don't hate Justin Verlander. Dave I Franco, I'm not gonna defend. I, that, that, well, with that well, off of this do, do you hate, do you, like, do you hate that Dave Franco has gotten too many, do you hate that, uh, what's his name, Burchell, uh Oh, Jay Burchell. Jay Burchell has gotten too many opportunities. Punching Jay Burchell does nothing. Do you hate that you haven't gotten enough opportunities? Jay Burchell, punching Jay Burchell does nothing for me. Yeah? You don't want to punch him in the face? No, I don't want to punch him in the face. You think he's or just keep... If Jay Burchell and I were at a bar together, I'd, I would not walk up to him and be like, hey, man, I really love your work. Would you go up to him and say... This has happened a few times in my life, and where I've, walked, where I've been in the room with celebrities that I know are celebrities, and I don't like what they do, and I have no desire to... Like, when we were in... Eddie Money. Starters. Eddie Money, I fucking... I, I was a little fanboy, okay? Anyway, yeah, your phone's much more interesting than no, this. No, I'm checking. I'm listening. Okay, so... When we were in New York, Chris D'Elia was in one of the uh, the comedy bars. Sure. And he was all around. Like, I was a little farther away from him than you and I are right now. But at no point in time did I say, hey, you know what's a good idea? I'm going to walk up to Chris D'Elia right now and say, like, hey, man, really love your work. Really love what you do. Because I don't. I don't do that. I don't believe in that. Uh, that's not something. I but when in. David Tell and I ran into each other, I said, David Tell, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, I really love your work. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Okay. But that's it. Like, if I don't like what you do, I have no desire to go and interact with you. I'm not going to kiss your ass because yeah. you're famous, yeah. which is what happens to most people, which yeah. is why it's always a funny thing, I guess, when you're a celebrity, if like people don't know where you're from, like if you're. You know, they know yeah. yet you are famous, but they can't name a single thing you're in or anything like that. Right. And thank God when I met Jeff Bridges, I was I had a couple like bullets in the chamber. So when I watched The Big Lebowski as uh, what, an 11 year old or whenever the fuck that movie came sure. out, it's way too young to watch it. Didn't have any fucking idea what it was. But when you I ran like, into him, hey, Arlington Road was really weird. Correct. I'm like, I knew he was a celebrity and I was like, I'm going to pull from some chambers when here. You guys went Watched uh, Urinetown. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw, and he walked right by me, and I shook his hand, and it was like, "Hey, I loved you in Tron and the Big Lebowski." And it was like just a stream of consciousness of being like, "Hey, these are two movies you I know." Tron and the Big Lebowski, and it was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay, those are two movies you were in." Thank God. Like I didn't say I loved you in Footloose and Tremors. Oh, that's Kevin Bacon. Shit, you know, like it was just this, you know. I and I did love him in the Big Lebowski. I've never seen Tron to this day. Like I've. You know, it's, I lied to Jeff Bridges then, uh, the and idea, I learned. You lied to Jeff Bridges. Oh, you yeah. fuck. Yeah. You fuck. Yeah. You fuck. But I knew he was in the movie. I would have. And said this it. is before IMDb on your phone, folks. I couldn't like look up his I, shit. Hey, I, had I really like that fucking shit from the Kevin Bacon. I really game. liked when your brother Bo Bridges was on that episode of Outer Limits. It was Bo really Bridges good. was there too. His he was with his brother. Bo, Bo. Bridges was there. Yeah, it was. Bo. Are you for it, fucking real? Yeah, I'm fucking real. Yeah. He was on that episode of Outer Limits. I said nothing to Bo Bridges. Oh, you fuck. You were like, hey, remember when... Oh, no, I don't think like Free Willy 3 came out yet. So, so uh, yeah, maybe are, are you work, Are you working on Free Willy 3 right now, Bo So what we're, what we're talking about, I went to a high school... I went on a high school band trip to New York, and we went and saw an off-Broadway you, play. Off -way, of Urinetown. Of Urinetown. And uh, so it was my entire high school band and uh, choir yeah. class. And uh, so we were all sitting down. We were, we showed up appropriately, you know, to sit down and be ready for the show to start. And of course, yeah. Mister Mister Hollywood, Jeff and Bo Bridges, yeah, come walking through 
our particular aisle, so we all have to stand up. And I was actually oh. sitting. I was sitting probably two or three seats away from your wife. Yeah. Not too far away. She was, yeah, because she claims that Jeff Bridges, uh, like oogled her, oogled her. Yeah, like because she was because she was wearing. Get this, my wife, uh, who well, I love very much. Yeah, occasionally would wear something a little bit. Not, she was a promiscuous dresser. She she liked wearing things low cut yeah. that accentuated things. Well, here's the thing about band and choir kids. Okay, we got down. Okay, like we fucked. Okay, it was fun. It was the great. Not your. Not, You're talking about my wife. Not not you. That's my wife. Not your your wife. Your wife and I have not fucked. But we, thankfully, but but we have. It would be very awkward podcast yeah. if we had. You know, yeah. it could have held that over your head the entire time. Super weird. I don't think we would have a podcast if that. Probably was the case. not. Yeah. Say, Just no. be like that guy. That fuck body, that guy. Uh, fuck. Well, fuck that guy. No, do it again. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you right now. Anyway, but the the band and choir kids though they were the secret group of like, I remember joining. I joined band because we were going to go to Disney World. It's like waitresses, dude. It is. And well, it's it's a it's a weird world. Like when I got into, it, I was like, oh wait, dude, every, dude, is everyone just like fucking hooking up? This is great. Like, cause in the in the rest of the high school world, you're fighting like the jocks and the cool kids and shit like that. But in the band world, it's just you got a little subsect. You got least, a, I mean, not for me though. Well, and we went to a, a fairly larger. We went to a larger. You school went to than a lar- much larger. Yeah, well, I say much larger. I mean, it was like probably three times. In the general scheme of things, four times, four times the size, probably. But anyway, so like in in the band world, there was there was there was things happening. It was definitely an incentive to stick around and learn a fucking instrument. You know, like you know, get into it. What did you play? Uh, well, I played guitar to get in. So in order to get into instrumental ensemble, you had to be in band. So yeah. I had to learn a band instrument. And what did you learn? And all of the percussion instruments were up with the arguably the coolest band instruments, you know, drums. Yeah. Right? As someone who played percussion in high school, go ahead. Right? Yeah. Do you do you disagree? Well, that it's cooler than I, than I, everything else. Uh, I think cool band instruments, percussion, number one, saxophone, number two. I go back and forth on saxophone. Really? Uh, like like uh, third grade me thought saxophones was really cool. Sax is really close to sex. It could be it's a saxophone great. real quick. I thought it was really cool. And then like after like further like investigation mm-hmm. as far as like shitty uh, saxophone solos in the middle of this, like for bridges and songs, he's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. This it shit. feels like. Fucking just pull it back. Just can we just not have giant fucking sax? And then like and then later in life. When I was like uh, going through CDs of stock music to yeah. find things, it's just like, yeah. oh, Jesus. Oh, we're just, oh, oh, got a pretty good intro. Got a little rib, bit of rhythm here. Oh, this chorus is just a full on fucking sax solo. Guys just fucking riffing <laughs> for like a minute and a half of sax. Yeah. Nope, not using that. Sax is like a delicate <laughs> spice. You just need to sprinkle <laughs> like, it, right? But. Which is like you don't want to you don't want to hook and, up with a sax player. And then late eighties to early nineties, saxophone was just this thing that was just like like shoved in. It was like we need time to fill. Can we just have a guy riff on saxophone? Yeah. That's cool, right? No, sounds well, fucking dumb. It doesn't sound dumb, but I, I see what you're I see what you're <laughs> saying, but it doesn't sound dumb. It's it's a very sexy instrument. It is. I. 
especially in how you play it in the band setting it's it's like playing guitar in band it's like i am just all i'm doing is doing different voices of chords no one's no one's shredding you know in a band setting but clarence thomas of the e street band yeah of course thomas uh thomas yeah that's his name yeah clarence thomas the the Supreme Court Justice? Not Clar- uh, Clarence. Uh, Clarence Thomas? Clarence, uh, what's his fucking name? You look it up. I would say also, this. I would say the next, like in that like cool instrument category. Very close. The cool instrument category is trombone. I think trombone. Yeah. Well, is, that's only because bone's in the name. I, Clarence no, Clemens. Sorry. My bad. Okay. Clarence Thomas is the Supreme Court Justice, FYI. It's, well... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look, I got half it right, dude. I mean, they're both black men, so I. You telling me Clarence Thomas can't wail in the sax and tell, play in the history band? You telling me that Clarence, prick? Clarence Thomas and Clarence Clemens uh, never hung out together? He's dead, uh, by the way. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Oh, Clarence Thomas. He was part of that documentary we want to talk about. Anyway, go on. Go <sighs> <sighs> uh, anyhow, trombone. I think just because I think it's it, bone. Well, also like it fits in everywhere. Like it's a, also bassy. Horn line, the ladies love the bass. Horn lines, like we're gonna tr- dive into this. Ba- tromb- ladies love the bass. Trombones are like the like the basis of a horn line. Like, Correct. Between that, ladies love low end. I lo- just get, if you give me a line with like, are you not gonna acknowledge us? I don't think that because you don't think ladies love the. Boom. I love. What was the one song? I was getting, mm-hmm. like literally before uh, we were talking about songs. There's a whole Howard Stern bit on private parts about it. We were talking about songs before, and it was like, man, the low end on that is really fucking good. And I can't remember what it Uptown was. Uptown Girl? It wasn't Uptown Girl. <laughs> piano Man? It wasn't Piano Man, but there was yeah. some song before that. Oh, it was Everybody. Yeah, proves my point right there. 13 year old girls love. Low you end. just get low. You get yeah. low. Yeah. So in high school, you're perfectly primed to be like, let's go low end. Anyhow. So that's why bitches love the tuba. I played French horn. Where does French horn? Oh, that's what you, that's what you ended up playing. The fucking French horn. I fucking hate Get this. It was the only instrument available. <laughs> I find. I think the French horn is the fucking most like. I hate it. As a sound mm-hmm. for the, for the most part, like mm-hmm. um, there's a couple of songs, like mostly like, uh, like soundtracks, like Let's sco- be honest. like scores. Like I wailed. I mean, I was I was good. But it's just it always sounds like it's 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 like sounds like a dumb pretentiousness. There is a pre- there's a dumb pretentiousness sound to it. You also have to have a certain level of pretension to. I think that's the word, right? Pretension? Yeah. Right? Pretentiousness or pretension? I think it's probably pretentiousness. But it is pretension. Sounds sounds right, though. Hypertension well. is what you're hearing. You, you, you have to have a certain level of hypertension. Hypertension to play the No, Dave, do you recognize a French horn? Like, I <laughs> talk about, like, eyewitness shit. Like, you you play some you play a French horn for somebody and be like, this is a French horn. Yeah. Cut. You wait a week. You're like, can you name this instrument? And you play it, and you're like, "That's that's a French horn. Cool. I just heard this a week ago, right? Yeah. yeah you, another week goes by, like, I don't know. Is that a trumpet? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, that, I don't know. Is that a trumpet? I don't uh, know. Like trumpet? Sure. It's actually a French horn. Here, it's he actually wrote a this. French horn. He wrote this last <laughs> week. We showed you this. I'm like, you, oh, well, I have no idea. 
Yeah. Why did I say that? Why, Why did, did I say, I say this? this? It makes you just showed me this this last week. It just makes no sense. Yeah. So there's there's that element, and first off, it just being the only instrument available yeah. in in our band. So in your band. So we did this. And long story short, <laughs> to get back to, I did this. To, I joined band to just go, go to, to Disney, Disney World. World, and yeah. then I you know I realized that holy That'll shit, happen. you can pick up chicks with like music and stuff like. I just told him I played guitar. None of them listened to me play guitar. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. This trailer was not like, show me what you got, kid. Well, I wasn't even going after our music teacher. I was going after the ladies, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I, I just told him, like, oh, I play guitar. And he was like, oh, you play guitar? And, like, that was That's it. So, like, and I was like, well, this is, this is fucking see, fantastic. Yeah, I'll get You that being added. angry at Dave, like, uh, Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Yeah. It's probably me, but like just with like guitar players, like as far as like, like this? well, like I remember just like the idea of swooning over like a guy just, yeah. hey, I'm just gonna, hey, oh, we got a guitar here. I guess I'm gonna play, it, pick it up, and just yeah. start. I'm gonna yeah. start noodling around here. Yeah. Oh god. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. What is this magic that's happening with your fingers? Oh, oh yeah. my god. It yeah. correlates yeah. to the bedroom for sure. Oh oh yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of all the like guitar players I've known in my years, yeah, I'm sure every one of them just fucks like a stallion. Just Every single finger one. bangs like a Stalin. Oh, oh, you're, oh! You're going there? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I fingers. just I thought it was just like in, tuck, in touch with nature, uh, playing uh, with to bluebirds. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah, and driving on two lane roads. Like that's what. <laughs> like you're just so in tune with nature. Sure, like you're, cartoon. Like you understand. You understand just like the natural like harmonics of yep. you know the universe that yeah. you can please women. Uh, I, like, yeah, you get it. Is that what you're jealous of? Yeah, I guess that's why I'm a drummer. Well, drummers get all the girls. Drummers get out. Drummers get the girls more than the the bass I, the, I, the the guitar I did players. It. I did it, but then again, there wasn't a lot of options for me. Well, again, you're playing a band <laughs> version of drums. If you were doing the you know Tommy Lee trap set, you know, you're getting I've you're tried. getting fucking I tried, trips. I tried that. What? No, I didn't. No. Oh man, no. I mean, you, I could play the trap set. Yeah. So. So anyway, when we go back to New York, and w- when we went to New York, and then, when you went to New York, yeah, and we were watching Urinetown, and then Jeff and Bo Bridges walk in, and then Jeff and Bo Bridges they walk by. This is the first time I've heard that Bo Bridges was, was there. there. <laughs> Bo walked by. I had no fucking idea who that dude was. I was like, oh, what? Well, you're not Jeff. And the only reason I knew it was Jeff Bridges, honestly, is because like, oh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff Bridges. And I'm like, oh, cool. That's great. He's gonna be here, I guess. Oh, Arlington Road. Did you watch Arlington Road? Because I didn't. Did you watch Blown Away with him and Tommy Lee Jones? Starman was great. Starman? Yeah. Did but you watch? I was the only one that had balls <laughs> to say anything to him. I don't know like what he said. Oh. I don't know the interaction between him and your wife. because She, she signed was... his playbill. She she signed she, his? She, or he signed her playbill. Okay, I was going to say, that'd be weird. And actually would corroborate her story that he was hitting on her. Right. If he's hey, like, hey, can you, you sign this for me? Good, sign this for me. Yeah. I, was his wife there? No. No, it was uh, just him and Bo Bridges on the town. He's a couple of dudes. There was there was a third person there, but I know it wasn't a woman. I know it wasn't his wife because our choir director was hitting on Jeff Bridges real hard. Like she was sitting right next to him. Yeah. And look, I loved You're in Town. You're in Town's actually probably one of the best musicals I've ever seen. Oh, really? Quite honestly. And um, you saw the Little Mermaid, the junior version. Nope. Oh, you haven't? No, no. It's really good. Okay, great. Awesome. So uh, anyway, yeah, I, I only know that because I only know his wife probably wasn't there, or it probably was really uncouth if, if his wife was there. That 
our <laughs> choir director was just an Iowa choir director lady just trying to really mac on Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Like take her away. Oh, Jeff. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. so good. And again, and I only know this because this was like in Tron. Five people down. You know, like yeah. so you could you could hear interactions, you could see like she's stuck behind, you know, afterwards and everything like that. Like you you knew what the fuck was going on, you know. This is my ticket out. This is my <laughs> this ticket out. Yeah, like, look, I'm never gonna sit next to Jeff Bridges in a musical again unless I do something about it. Yeah. Right now. Hand job. Yeah. Right now. See, she that's why giving you, him a hand job. That's why you gotta go with Bo, quite frankly. You gotta go with that you gotta go True. with the Dave Franco in the True. situation. Yeah. yeah. You think you think Dave Frank Dave Franco's the Bo Bridges? Of well, this I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Well, why are you shitting all over Bo Bridges? Wait, Bo Bridges as... could land an Alison Brie style uh, a hottie like uh, okay, in right. talent. Be- before we before we get, I, I know we're getting close here. We're getting close. Can you go ahead and just to end this right now? Yeah. Go find Bo Bridges' wife on the internet. Okay. Okay. Let's just do this. Just go find Bo Bridges' wife. Clarence Clemens, by the way. That's who it was. And Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Look, come on. I wasn't, I wasn't Bo that far. Bo Bridges' wife. All right. Uh, no, it just brings up Bo. Uh, ex-wife. See, oh. Julie Landfield. Yeah. Yeah, Julie Landfield is not as attractive as uh, Alison Brie. She's a one-time Grammy Award winner, so fuck you. I'm not saying she's not talented. She's famous as next <laughs> wife to Bo Bridges. <laughs> I love that. She's famous, not for the Grammy. She fucking won, like, she's... oh, no, I'm sorry. He is, he is a two-time... He's a oh, three-time re- Emmy, two-time wow. Golden Globe. Learn to read, you uh, fuck. I got to read. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. So she's famous for being the ex-wife of Bo Bridges. Famous. I don't want to shit on this lady. She I, doesn't I'm need. Sure she doesn't deserve a punch in the face I, like Justin Verlander or you're Dave me, Franco. You're telling me the world hasn't shit on her. She the was, world is already. The universe is already done she, what it needs to do to she her. She has hitched her wagon to that star, and she was soaring above the clouds, and then they got divorced. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, uh, this could be a podcast for sure. 